Hello and welcome back to the Lit With Prayer podcast. I'm your host, Dane Camella. Thank you for tuning in to yet again another podcast where we share a Bible story, a prayer, and a personal development tip for your week. If you haven't yet subscribed wherever you're listening into, please subscribe. It helps us reach more Christians every single week. And if you want to support Lit With Prayer further, go to litwithprayer.com. That's L-I-T-W-I-T-H prayer.com. And you can pick up any of our resources from our books to jewelry. And if you want to support our nonprofit that's coming out very soon, you can do so as well too. Check out our Instagram page, Lit With Prayer, L-I-T-W-I-T-H, prayer underscore foundation. That's where you'll be able to find out about the foundation and uh, support the fundraiser, whatever it might be. Again, you guys and your support means so much. I hope you know that and thank you again. Let's jump into this week's episode, Jacob and Esau, Genesis 25, verse 19 through 34. In the book of Matthew, the first book of the New Testament, the genealogy of the bloodline of Jesus Christ is recorded starting with Abraham who beget Isaac, who beget Jacob, and so forth, continuing for 40 more generations until finally the birth of Jesus Christ. Jesus, the Messiah, was promised to come from the bloodline of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Isaac married Rebekah when he was 40 years old. Rebekah could not have children until 20 years later after Isaac had pleaded with God to let her become a mother. God answered Isaac's request. When Rebekah was pregnant, She was having some physical discomfort and asked God if everything was fine and why she was having these physical issues. God told her that she had two nations in her and one would be stronger than the other and the other would serve the younger. The discomfort she was experiencing was from her children struggling within her womb. When she gave birth, there were twins. The first was very red and hairy. They named him Esau. Hanging onto Esau's heel was the second baby and he was named Jacob. The name Jacob means supplanter, one who wrongfully seizes and holds the place of another. The significance of the birth order of Esau and Jacob is the birthright. The oldest son would become the leader of the extended family, and he would receive a double portion of the family's inheritance. Being the oldest son had its privileges. As adults, Esau was a man's man, a skillful hunter, an outdoors man, and the favorite son of his father. Isaac loved eating the game that Esau would bring home from hunting. Unlike Esau, Jacob preferred to stay at home and was a tent dweller. He was one of the favorite sons of his mother. One day, Jacob had cooked a delicious stew, and Esau came in from the field asking Jacob to feed him. He said he was very weary and was about to die because he needed food. Jacob said, sell me your birthright today. Unfortunately, Esau did not consider the value of his birthright. He swore and agreed to exchange his birthright for bread and a stew of the lentils that Jacob had prepared. He ate and drank and left, despising the birthright. Although Jacob took advantage of his older brother at a weak moment, his brother being the oldest should have not made that agreement. He devalued his birthright and sold it for one meal. Esau allowed his flesh, his appetite, his stomach to rule over the sense of doing what was the right thing, no matter how much it hurt at the time. His excuses was, what's the value of birthright if I'm, if I'm about to die right now? He didn't care at the moment. When you accept Jesus as your personal savior, you become part of God's family and you inherit inherit the promises of God through faith. How many times have you allowed your flesh, your appetite to overrule what you know is the right thing to do? We have weak moments and unfortunately we regret some of the decisions we make without thinking of the consequences. Despite our bad decisions, we can ask God to forgive us and help us through our weaknesses. God says that there's no temptation that is common to man that we can't escape through him. He is faithful to help us. Let's value our birthright through Christ Jesus and live an abundant life. 
Personal development tip of the week. Do you believe there's a purpose in your pain? Have you gone through something painful this year? Maybe you lost a job or relationship or even a loved one, and I know how hard that can be at times, which causes us a lot of emotional pain. Maybe you have physical pain in your body. Whatever it might be, I believe you can find purpose in this pain. In the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 3 through 5, it says, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength or character, and character strengthens our confidence, our hope in salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with love. I challenge you this week to look beyond the pain and ask yourself, how can I grow during this time of challenge in my life? Remember, the quality of the questions you ask yourself every day determine the quality of your life. Maybe this is a time of developing your character or your reliance on God. You are never going through this life alone and never forget how much God loves and cares for you and has a great plan and a purpose for your life. If you're listening to this podcast, the question of the week that I'd love for you guys to answer is on our newsletter section of this podcast. And if you want to find that and give us your answer, you can go to litwithprayer, L-I-T-W-I-T-H, prayer.substack.com, and you can answer this question. I'd love to know, what has God showed you in your life this year when it comes to dealing with painful events? If you have anything, please feel free to share it in the comments, and I look forward to reading all your comments. Prayer for the week. Lord, your word is my guiding light to help me as I live each day. As I read your word, open the scriptures to me and help me understand the meaning of the passages I'm reading. You said the natural man cannot understand your word because they haven't been born again in their spirit. I have received you as my Lord and Savior and been reborn in my spirit. Open the eyes of my understanding so that I will know your perfect will for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to share it with a friend. You never know who might need to hear a message like this today. And make sure you subscribe, leave us a review wherever you're listening into. Again, that helps us a lot. If you want to support us further in our mission and our nonprofit, go to litwithprayer.com, L-I-T-W-I-T-H, prayer.com. You could pick up any of our resources to support our ministry. Or if you would like to support our nonprofit, you can check out my Instagram, L-I-T-W-I-T-H, prayer. And we have a fundraiser going on right now. Consider donating and help us help our first 100 people by the end of the year. Thank you guys again for checking this out today. And I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast to come. God bless you.